The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Do you read the Old Testament and wonder how those long ago practices could possibly be relevant today? Randy Robison believes they are vital to a closer walk with Jesus in the age of promise. What God's saying is, look, I'm going to burn away the junk. I want you to lay up treasure in heaven. And when we miss the mark, he's saying, look, I got it covered. Repent. You know, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're aiming a little to the left, he's saying, just pull to the right and fire again. Next on Life Today. I don't think it was something I thought about. Uh, I'm James Robinson, and Betty and I welcome you to Life Today. Uh, we're about to talk to our son, Randy. Now, Randy hosts up. I think I'd probably be more comfortable if Randy was interviewing me. <laughs> but uh, this is where I'm interviewing him. Now, he's written several books. This one, it's uh, The Age of Promise. Thomas Nelson has published it. Some very highly respected but amazing people. Uh, have uh, endorsed the book and encouraged everybody to read it, and he even asked me if I would, and of course I did. Uh, it, knowing what was in it, I endorsed it. Would you welcome our son Randy Robinson to life today? Thank you, Dad, Mom. It's, it's, okay. it's an honor and privilege to be here with you. It truly is. It truly is. All right, you spent a lot of time on this. Why? Uh, spent over 12 years on it. Uh, and, and I had to kind of put it down at times and come back to it. And frankly, it was because I, I kept running into things I didn't understand. And so I had to go back to Scripture over and over. Read, study, pray. I'm a word nerd, so I'm reading the Hebrew and the Greek and trying to get this, talking to people, asking you questions, talking to Dudley Hall, talking to our, some of our Every poor guests. guests. we had on. <laughs> well, I, I, I'd be sensitive because I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. so, but it, I would... I would maybe say, ask them a question. If they'd start, you know, flowing freely, I'd, I'd, I'd you know, dig for more. But you know, there's just so much. I was raised in the church. Obviously, I've I've listened to more sermons than the average person. I think. Sure. Went to Oral Roberts University, a great school. Um, I've been in the church, and still, there's things sometimes I would read and go, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand that. And so I started working through a lot of those things, and writing them down and having fragments and bits. And it all finally came together. Uh, a few years ago, I, I realized, wait a minute, okay, what I'm learning about the, the ages, the old age, the, the age to come, as the Jews call it, meaning under the Messiah, a lot of my confusion starts to go away when I see the, the context of these truths. Okay, so to, so to put a, a point on some of these. The kingdom is one of the chapters we've discussed quite a bit. Sure. And the promise of the kingdom. Well, so in the Old Testament, you've got the kingdom. It's it's a piece of land. It's a city. It's a throne. It's a king. You know, it's, it's borders. It's a physical thing. So when Jesus arrives, they're expecting this kingdom to be restored. Why not? They had been promised it. It had been prophesied that King David would rule forever over a kingdom for, you know, eternity. It wouldn't end. This is going to be a kingdom like even beyond what they had imagined. Absolutely. But then Jesus says something to Pilate that disrupted a lot of that. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. 
So we see this, this tectonic shift in the idea of a kingdom in Jesus Christ. Okay, so what does that mean to us today? Well, that's the good news, because we don't have to establish a land and a city and a, a throne. We have to let God rule over our hearts and minds, which is another definition of a kingdom. It's the authority or the right to rule. So now we see, okay. So that, that what he meant when he said my kingdom is within you? Absolutely, absolutely. So now we see, okay, we're actually part of a kingdom. D to give you a, a weird example of how the kingdom kind of thing kind of works, we recognize the nation of Islam as a group in America. Well, they're not actually a nation. No, but they're under an authority, mm -hmm. okay? So they kind of are a nation within a nation. Now, that's obviously not the goal for Christians. Our nation, our kingdom is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, same thing. It takes place when thy kingdom comes and thy will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, here's the promise. Does that imply that it could be done on earth? 100%. Does it imply that when Jesus says pray for it, that if we are supposed to have prayers answered and believe that prayers are answered, believe God answers prayers, that we might actually see kingdom power manifest on this earth? That's exactly what it means. That's the age of promise. That's the promise related to the kingdom. Can I tell you, I think I live in that kingdom. I've seen you live in it. You've experienced it. That's the great thing. So but here's, I also think I share it, do I? You share it, absolutely. That's what we do on Life Today. I mean, we look if, like with the Rescue Life Outreach. Sure. We are sharing the kingdom of God with absolutely. people in desperate need, and it changes them. And by the way, all these people that help us do that, are They're, they fulfilling the kingdom purpose? Absolutely. And see, that's the beauty of the kingdom, okay? So everyone that is a part of the kingdom, where Christ rules in our hearts and in our minds, we have a calling to share his kingdom and to play our part in the kingdom. There is no insignificant role in the kingdom of God. <laughs> if you're raising children at home, you are spreading the kingdom of God on earth with those children. If you're it was what she did what she at did. home, more important or equal as important as what I was doing going all over the world, preaching to big crowds. Well, the, the importance is not to be compared one to another. Mm -hmm. They're all important. Okay. Mm -hmm. The important thing is that we recognize our role in the kingdom and hear God's voice and obey it because that's how we, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? So when we, when we exercise uh, our role in the kingdom in obedience to Christ, that's when we share his kingdom, his love, his mercy, his grace, his redemption with others no matter where we are, school, work, home, everywhere. And if what you do is not as visible as what someone else does, doesn't lessen the importance of it. I, I frankly think what Betty did was more important than what I was doing. Now, Randy says we shouldn't compare, which is right, and he's actually right. He's 100% right, so I stand corrected. But the point is, this is not of little significance. And, and Randy, I wish our viewers would understand, because they see the missionaries, think, yeah. and they say, look what the missionaries are doing, isn't that wonderful? And look, you all went over and helped them. You're the ones that let them be there. Right. You're the reason they stay there. And I mean, the bottom line in sending the gospel is the one who sends them. Mm -hmm. How are they going to go preach if they're not sent? Mm -hmm. You know, how are they going to believe if they don't hear? How do they preach if they aren't sent? I mean, it all fits together. And I Randy, think that's where we get stuck home run, in, in my life. Opinion. The book's I think, a home run. I think that's where we get stuck, though, as Christians. You know, just like 
you'd say, well, my, my part in being a homemaker, wife and ho mother and homemaker, is not as important as him going out and spreading the gospel. Why? Because it's not as visible to it's men? Because that's, what, that's the way we look I at know, it. I know, but you know how visible it is to God, right? Yeah, absolutely. When you realize what God's called uh -huh. the individual to do and to be, right. what higher calling could you ask for? None. None. I, I am so thrilled that God called me to be a wife and a mother and a grandmother and now a great-grandmother. And I mean, what more could you want? But in that process, in that calling, I have the opportunity to reflect God to other people. That's it. That's, That's the key. That's it. That's what you're called to do. And when you understand that you're empowered to do it, you can do it fearlessly. Yeah. Mm. And yet when you understand that that is your calling and nobody else's calling, you can do it with the fulfillment that yes. God wants you to get yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah, you're uniquely designed to fulfill his kingdom purpose. Now, he doesn't imply a takeover, which is what a lot of his followers and people who were in the nation of Israel were looking for this big dominion takeover and rule. He was saying that the transformation that takes place in people's hearts and minds and the renewing of the mind, that's what changes everything yeah. so that the will of God is being done on earth. Oh, yeah. It's being done in us and through us. It's a takeover, let me assure you. When you but submit it's not to like the a military, it's takeover. not a forced takeover. Oh, good. It's the answer to an invitation. See, this is the way he straightens his down. <laughs> it's just, he, he, what he does, listen, it's a gift. I mean, when the guy, when he's, you know, in high school, he's memorizing the dictionary and the thesaurus, and he can read books like that just in a short period of time with great uh, comprehension. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, okay. Randy, I think that, that people will find the Bible coming alive. Betty, that's what you said about yeah, the Old I, that's Testament? What I, that's what I loved about it. You Walking us through the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and carrying it in and meshing it with the New Covenant. And that we had to have that to walk into the New Covenant Absolutely. where Jesus came into the picture. Right, right. As long as we understand that the Old is now obsolete because yes. Christ fulfilled it. So that's the shadow, that's the that's picture. And Christ yeah. is the light. So, you know, he told his uh, disciples a lot of parables to try to explain things to him, and still they didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of the human condition. We're a little slow on the uptake. And he sometimes. said, if you don't get this, how do you understand anything? Right. I mean, right. And really, right. people don't seem to understand the kingdom, and I think you're doing a good job of trying to help, one, help all of us understand. And that, but that's, see, that's what, that's what happened to me with the Old Testament. I'm reading the stuff going, and I don't get it. I'm reading one chapter here, one chapter there. Okay, well, now you start reading the whole books, mm -hmm. you know, and then looking at it in the light of Christ and the New Testament truth and reality. Well, now you get the message that was trying to be communicated to us through the old into the new. So that that that's that helped me. There's one thing, if, if we have enough time. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so there's this promise that I found that I didn't expect, and that's in the promise of judgment. Okay, that was a terrifying topic to me, judgment. Because you read the Old Testament, and buddy, it is bad, bad news for those who aren't perfect. And I'm not perfect, all right? But when you realize how Christ came, he fulfilled a lot of the Old Testament judgment that was promised on those who rejected God and didn't recognize the Messiah, okay? And then he set up this new tone for judgment. And, and it's actually a different word in the Greek than the old judgment of the crisis, right? It's, it's now this, I like to call it, an award ceremony, right? Where all of our failures, all of our sins, all of our shortcomings are purified 
by the fire, which is symbolic of the Holy Spirit, right? It's purified. The dross is just burned away, and nothing's left but the gold and the silver. The and it's refined. <laughs> it's refined, refined, right, okay. Mm -hmm. So once I understood how that, because that, actually that whole passage had been used by a few unnamed preachers, not you, to, just to <laughs> sure. scare me. Scare me. Yeah, to scare me as a kid, right? Sure. But when you realize, no, 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 what God's saying is, look, I'm going to burn away the junk. I want you to lay up treasure in heaven. Mm -hmm. And we do that by hearing God's voice and acting on it. It's obedience, okay? Now we're laying up this treasure, this gold, this silver. And when we miss the mark, he's saying, look, I got it covered. Repent, you know. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you're aiming a little to the left, he's saying, just pull to the right and fire again. <laughs> and a lot of times we think, oh, I messed up. God's going to judge me. And we just stop firing. Mm. And he's saying, mm -mm, you just need a little correction and keep firing away. Mm. And now we're starting to lay up that treasure and we're changing things. So once I realized kind of what was going on with, with that whole judgment thing and, and how I, I don't have to worry about the wrath of God because the wrath was poured out on Christ. He took it all. Mm -hmm. Now I start seeing myself a little differently. I get a little bolder in Christ. Okay. Because if I mess up, he's got it covered. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be obedient. He gets it. And he'll tell me when I'm wrong and I'll I'll listen and try to correct when I'm wrong. But now I see people differently, okay? Because it used to be when I saw someone who was wrong or even evil, I thought there is a right target for the wrath of God. God can't wait to burn them up, <laughs> right? And let's face it, some, of the, some people, we all deserve it, okay? But you go, no, God poured out his judgment on Christ and now he wants to lift us all up and purify the junk. And on top of that, it's God's will that none should perish. God didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Maybe God wants me to not look at people as a target for his wrath and judgment, but rather a target for his love and mercy and grace and redemption. Yes, That's how he wants us to see. Yes, absolutely. Right? So maybe I should look at them that way too, right? When you, sure. start, so when you start looking, I think, at the world in God's eyes, what I think is God's eyes, mm -hmm. it changes how you approach them. I think it's important when you reference the wrath of God, and this takes the entire Old Testament teaching in with it, that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against ungodliness. And I think this is so important that you see this. If you decide, which is exactly what Israel did, if you decide to move out of the shelter, the shadow of the shepherd, the oversight, and you become vulnerable to the birds of prey and the predators and the wolves, and you get out, then you are vulnerable. And in Romans chapter 1, he says that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against ungodliness in what? in that if you decide not to live in the shelter and shadow and security that God offers in this freedom and grace, you will be then controlled by enemies that are trespassing on the cultivated field. And you can be held captive by those appetites mm -hmm. that Jesus came to set us free from. Right. So that's part of it. It's not like I'm burning you up. It's you've invited the beasts of the field to come in and trample your garden, so to speak. You're no longer protecting the cultivated field. You abandon a cultivated field, it grows weeds faster than anything. 
That picture is a picture of even nations or individuals or families that turn away from God. They find themselves bound by their own appetites and defeated. And it's a very sad sight. Absolutely. I mean, frankly, there is no hope outside of Christ. Absolutely none. I mean, it, it, there's just nothing good to say outside of Christ. But once we are in Christ, once we are born again, then all the benefits of what he did on the cross transfer to us absolutely. right now, today. We can live Those as the overcomers. Promises. We can live as overcomers. Oh, we don't have to be trampled ground. We can be literally become like the, he talked about the various soils and how they receive the, the word, which mm -hmm. is the seed, and mm -hmm. that it's not snatched away. They become fruitful in their life, and that means so much more than material gain. But God doesn't limit that. He doesn't limit prospering people. He wouldn't have led them into a land that was flowing with milk and honey and unlimited fruitfulness. He just warned them against the idolatry and the bondage that would come to worshiping something other than him. And so what he is offering us in Christ is the wisest possible oversight, the greatest shelter, the greatest shadow, the greatest light, the greatest potential known to humanity. And it's found in Christ. And I feel like you took the Old Testament all the way into the new. You introduced us into the age of promise. And I have an idea. We got another book coming to show a little bit more about what this looks like. Perhaps. It may take another 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want people to experience what I've experienced as I've really dug into the Word and prayed and, and talked to godly people because it really has changed the way I view everything. Well, we just thank God, Randy, for the joy of being your parents and watching your beautiful children who are remarkable. And uh, I just praise God for them. And one of your sons is here looking at us that I love <laughs> so much. I've told a a lot of stories, one of the greatest stories that I tell on, on Alec, and I'm sure they probably cut to him while he's listening to me, but he's the little one that would, when he was a little boy, and all the kids were saying, Papa, Papa, let's go do this. He would jump up in my lap after I'd already run around doing all kind of stuff, and he'd sit down and look up at me and say, Papa, what you want to do? And God spoke to me driving down the highway one day, and he said, James, you used to always run to me. God do this, God do this. But he said, you've learned to come to me like Alec used to come to you. You get up in my lap, you look in my face, and you say, Father, what's on your heart? And so, Alec, you've been a tremendous blessing to me and always will. And Randy, you're an indescribable blessing. And uh, we just thank God for you, and we thank you for sharing the Age of Promise. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to our son, Randy? Real blessing, son. God bless you for the journey and the effort that went into this. You're going to go with us right now uh, to rescue trapped, imprisoned, precious, precious children and people. And this was a place Randy just found himself while he was doing Kingdom Life. I want you to watch and listen. There are dangers in this world we see every day in the news that impact the lives of thousands of people. But there is a hidden danger, rarely seen by most of us. It destroys the lives of innocent children and young girls by enslaving them in the hidden world of human trafficking. A human trafficker came through here many months ago and promised uh, this young lady's sister uh, a better life, lured her away, and they haven't heard from her. She's, as far as they know, gone. They have her picture. And they have 
a prayer that she'll come back, a hope that they will see her again. This is the reality here and in places all over, all over the world. That's why Rescue Life is critical. We must first reach into places like this with education so that they'll know what to look out for when these predators come through. We must rescue the girls that we can and get them out of the sex trade. And we must restore them. We must give them a hope and a future. We can do that. We can do it on a larger scale, but we have to have your help. I pray that you will help us as we try to help so many girls. We have to stop this abuse. It's not right. You can do something. Join with us as we rescue life. Wow. Um, this is our emphasis on setting precious women and children free, reaching them, rescuing them, and restoring them. And I, I pray, Betty, I'm praying the greatest outpouring of love in a single program for a single purpose will happen today. And that you will hear what God was saying through our son, Randy, who's sitting here with us that we do have an opportunity to rescue precious little girls. Like that, it's hard to believe that sin can have such a grip on people. And this is what happens when your appetites begin to control you and you're under the control of another force other than the, the father and the shepherd. You're totally in bondage. And then they use these to either make money for themselves or for their own gratification. But we can set them free to reach them to rescue them and to restore them averages $128 a year. Would you do that? Let me tell you how moved some of our friends are, Betty. They, they have said, we will match what's given. And, and they put up $320,000 in advance to say to match. That's just a start. So if you gave 128 to rescue one, you've rescued two. You can take 1,280 and rescue 10. Now you're rescuing 20. And I pray for this outpouring because I think Randy shared it so clearly that this is what we can do. And Randy, when you look back and you saw that and you know now mm. that our viewers are the answer mm. to the cry of the heart of these who are held captive and also to what you were talking about. The funny thing about that, that was is we were in that village for Water for Life. We drilled a well there. That was the need there. But while we were walking around the village, I literally looked up at this one hut and I, they're on stilts because of the rainy season stuff. I said, why does that one have metal around it and a metal roof? Because none of the rest of them do. And they said, well, a gentleman came through here and bought them that and gave them a cell phone. And he, lured, he worked them, lured them. We just stumbled in to this opportunity to introduce Rescue Life. Wow. And I think that's what kingdom living is about. When God puts those opportunities in front of you to do something, to make a difference, to further his kingdom, that's it. you gotta answer the and call. It might not be what you thought the plan was. Mm -mm, no. Something completely mm -mm. different. And here's the deal. The fulfillment of kingdom purpose is finalized in you for those. In other words, you can say, Randy, I got that one. Yep. But it'll be double. Would you just right now go online or dial that number? Would you get up, go get your bank card, be sure you get the number down or the website, but get that bank card 
and I want you to make the gift God puts on your heart. Would you say, Lord, lead me right now in your kingdom purpose for this moment? And you will make a kingdom impact that lasts for all eternity. Please do it. We have Randy's book that we just talked about to say thank you as a gift for any gift you make. And, you know, 128 may be a, a reach for some of you, but 64 now will be doubled and you got another one rescued because it's going to be matched. So at whatever level, and I do pray, you know, if you could rescue 10, do it. Whatever you can do, just do it. We have other gifts that we want to send to say thank you, but you are really giving the greatest gift. In love, you're sharing freedom and you're giving life. And for most of them, it's not only freedom and a new life, it's eternal life in Christ because of the message the missionaries share. Thank you for making a kingdom impact. It lasts for all eternity. Thank you so much. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of violence and sexual abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of millions of young children. With their bodies broken and hopes crushed, these children are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. With your help, Mission Rescue Life can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore children and young people to the beauty God designed for them to enjoy. With a generous opportunity of a $320,000 matching gift, your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking and a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift of any amount today, we'll send you the Names of God prayer journal. From Adonai to Yahweh, this journal is filled with beautiful photographs to help you reflect on 31 different names of God found throughout Scripture. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of God Bible. This special edition NIV large print Bible is engraved with the many names of God a beautiful reminder that the God we serve is infinitely good. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request a beautiful Bridge of Faith frame canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, I got a smile on my face because I think some kingdom builders stepped up. I think some of you said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's the only way it's done is when the king, the shepherd, and the father's heart and will is accomplished. Yielded vessels, channels of honor through which he flows streams of living water. Unconditional love. Thank you for doing it. Glad to send you Randy's book. You might... Tell your friends to go online. So once you get Randy's book, you know, I think, uh, I think God's given us a gift that we will see this great gift more clearly. Again, would you join us in thanks to Randy. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Mom, I appreciate it. Thank you. Bless you. Thanks for sharing life, love. Thank you.
guess what? No matter how good or bad the past is, the best is yet to come. Faith Forward Future, Chad Veach, tomorrow on Life Today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.